Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Hit Me With Your Trend Shot. That is courtesy of Johnny Davis, <laughs> one of several 80s rock short show titles he sent our way. Uh, you can look forward to those being rolled out in the next couple days. Uh, I am Jack O'Brien, and I am thrilled to be joined by a very special guest co-host, Joel Monique. Hi, I'm What's back. Up? Back Hello. again. Never oh, stop man. being excited. So uh, let's tell the people what is trending. Chesley Christ is trending. Uh, Miss yeah. America 2019 uh, died this past weekend. Um, and yeah, just very sad story. It's, it's a difficult time for folks affected by suicide and it impacts a lot of people in a lot of different ways. We know Regina King recently lost her only son. And so, and especially at the start of Black History Month to have these sort of two, you know, high profile black people lose their lives. It's, it's challenging. And so, you know, I've been pretty open on my Twitter page about suffering with suicidal ideation. And I posted the number last night for the suicide hotline in case people need it. And yeah. you can restate it here. If you need yeah, help, yeah. this call. You're absolutely worth the call. They're available 24 seven. It's a 1-800 number. It's 1-800-273-8255. Or you can text talk to 741-741. Um, they also have speaking of suicide.com slash resources for additional resources. Uh, it is the lunar new year. A big things, big things happening in uh, elementary school. I can tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> A lot of a uh, lot of Lunar New Year uh, celebrations happening. So a happy Lunar New Year to you! It is the uh, starts February first, um, yeah. so it is Lunar New Year's Eve. Uh, it's the year of the tiger. Um, Amazing, big. Uh, I I don't really know enough about this to like know what the what is significant about the year of the tiger. I do like to look like well, okay past years of the tiger what what happened and i think my my wife and i were both born in the year of the monkey and then like something else happened in the year of the monkey that was significant in our relationship so i i am a full believer and yet i have not mm. uh done done the work to shout out to my it. mom she was born in the year of the tiger so many returns to her i do also am not an expert in this field but i'm very excited um, Disney has been doing a lot of Lunar New Year celebrations. I know a lot of my friends are getting out there and celebrating. So if, if it's your thing, I hope you're having a blast. I feel like here at the Tiger should bring like a lot of powerful energy. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And tomorrow is Black History Month. Uh, Crown me. The... I'm so excited. <laughs> Love uh, it. Yeah. Very cool. Um, <laughs> you, you copied some tweets here from uh, Ashley Nicole Black and Valkyrie the Queen. Yeah. Yes. And Valkyrie, who is an incredibly talented writer. Uh, so we'll just we'll just give you some Black History Month go overs. So actually mm. Nicole Black tweeted, I don't know who needs to see this, but if your company's Black History Month plan involves black people doing stuff for you for free, you might have mm. missed the plot a bit. I just hope I caught you before you sent that email, friend. Uh actually it's too late. Uh I love you, but they already made the calls. So here's my advice. If you, a black person, have received one of these emails, particularly if you received this email from a company that hasn't used you the rest of the year, doesn't bother to call you at other times, check up your prices. 
You just raise those prices sky high because you don't have to do the work. You already know it. They need you. You could do it. You could get away with it. Double, triple your prices. Don't worry about it. They'll pay you. Second, uh, Valkyrie tweeted, with Black History Month starting tomorrow, here are a few reminders for y'all. One, capitalize the B in Black. This is not up for negotiation anymore. We have a community have decided the B is capitalized. Uh, it's weird to call us African-Americans. We don't have really a tie with the entire continent. It's just not specific enough. It doesn't make sense. We're Black Americans. Please capitalize the B. It's how we're moving going forward. Black and POC are not interchangeable. People of color and black is not a Venn diagram. Okay. Different mm. things. They should be treated differently. Sometimes black people fall into POC, but also we are our own community. Great. Three, support black folks year round. This goes back to what I was talking about with Ashley. If you are not supporting black people year round, only calling them for Black History Month, it's a problem. You have a whole, like February is the first, like second month. I know months. Okay, I did this. Uh, (laughs) There's plenty of time left in this year. So if you hit somebody up in February, you better call them in March and April and May and all those other months too uh, because their work matters and they can probably talk about stuff beyond just being black. Right. Okay. Uh, I have no experience in the field of being black. Like, can you speak to just like examples (laughs) of like what... So people hit you for work during black history month is it like a, a project or like write something oh, for free? okay so a lot of black folks you know it's it's a new millennium and a lot of us have multiple jobs uh right. so like back when i was a freelance writer we would make like the majority of our money in february and by we i mean like a bunch of my other black freelance friends like all of a sudden you just get these buccal calls from very large corporations being like hey can you write an article for us can you sit on a panel can you create a video well or or worse will you read our statement on black history and approve it and frequently those requests with like oh can you do it for free or it's hey we need more black people do you know any that is your responsibility is your responsibility to recruit i am not a recruiter it's not my job to increase or like develop your race relations within your company the fact that you're asking someone to do it for free because you offhandedly understand that they're black is bananas and insulting, particularly right when we were going into quarantine. There was like so many people being like, we're going to have a conversation about being black in America. I am not an activist. OK, right. like I've marched in some things, but I'm not on the ground changing shit. Like, why would you you call me because of the color of my skin, which is sort of the issue in the first place? So it's a problem. Um, Mm. but it can be a very lucrative problem if you know how to manage it. I just cannot encourage black people enough to raise significantly your prices. There you go. There it is. That sounds like, that sounds like good advice. Uh, all right, let's take a (laughs) quick break and we will be right back. And we're back. Hey, uh, hey. Uh, Spotify <laughs> is back in the headlines because uh, they've solved the Joe Rogan thing. Um, they, so <laughs> I know people were concerned uh, because this massively popular podcast just he throws a factual things out there that uh, are not backed up by research or facts and uh, it's getting spread far and wide. So Spotify is combating that by adding content warnings to no, not Joe Rogan's show, uh, just any podcast about COVID-19. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. 
We are working to add a content advisory to any podcast episode that includes a discussion about COVID-19. Um, that sounds chaotic the, for their workers. That's all I'm saying. Right. Every single one. Are they going by what's been tagged or actually what's in the episode? Well, right. Presumably, like the the thing to do would first of all be to hire fact checkers to like start looking into Joe Rogan's podcasts and pull down the ones that are full of shit. But that would involve mm. like hiring people mm. and not just like taking the existing people and being like, all right, we don't have any budget for this, but let's start adding the this standard text to every episode that mentions mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. The page directs you to a information hub. You know, like, honestly, no, it's just got a bunch of facts and statistics that no one's going to actually go look <laughs> at because, you know, if people looked at uh, pages with a bunch of stats and statistics... We wouldn't be in this problem in the yeah, first place. Yeah, we wouldn't place. have this problem. They could just remove <laughs> Joe Rogan and, uh, you know, replace his shows with a bunch of web pages with facts and statistics. But the fact that they're not removing his shows proves that they know at some level that his work is very, like, seductive and dangerous to a certain type of broken brain. And so, I don't know, this is somewhat uh, to be expected and also absurd. Yeah, Joe recently came out and said that he was going to have like a more fair and balanced approach to this. But it's bananas because it's you have somebody saying facts and someone spitting lies. And on top of that, like Spotify, apparently it's been reported differently. Um, I think it was Variety said they lost two billion in market shares. And I think San Francisco Chronicler uh, said four billion. But whatever it is, like they've taken a huge hit. Um, over this and the idea of essentially saying like, oh, well, we directed you to a page that solves the issue when particularly Joe Rogan fans are just rampant for his content and I don't think are going to believe or work around anything other than directly what's coming out of Joe's mouth is silliness. And on top of all of that, it's a really interesting like perspective for the podcast. They paid so much money to get Joe Rogan exclusively onto Spotify. So of course they can't go after him or say, and I know that like Spotify is a Swedish company and you know, they're not really that caring about vaccines in the first place. But I do <laughs> think they're also a company that cares about money. Um, mm. But my guess is that their contract with Joe doesn't allow them to do much. I just wonder how much is their hands are tied with the contract and the fact that they've locked him in and spent so much money getting his show over there. And how much is we're comfortable with what he's saying and actually support it. And here's something to sort of placate you. Either way, it's beyond ridiculous. And Joe, oh my gosh, a comedian who's strictly a comedian should not have this much power. Right. It's it's too much. Also, like the putting a content warning on the same content warning on a Joe Rogan show that goes on a BBC interview with like Dr. Fauci. Yes. That kind of like sends the exact wrong message and like the thing that's at the bottom of the whole Rogan thing where he just like kind of uh, 
you know, shuffles through various things he's heard (laughs) and then treats them all exactly the same and like discusses them based on like how interesting he finds them as opposed to like what's true and what is really a damaging lie that you will not go through the process of actually debunking. I also love that in his statement, Joe Rogan was like, I love Neil Young. I love Joni Mitchell. I love her music. And then named a song that is not by her. Um, so oh joe yeah oh no no boy yeah yeah um all right well uh nick cannon has another baby on the way (laughs) (laughs) i look forward to the nick cannon cult i really think this is his plan um i know i forgot what the symptom is called in men when they just feel this like very intense need to procreate it's not all men but it's like a i can't remember what it's called but basically the idea is like what's most important to me at this point is just procreate, like have lots of babies. Uh, it does not matter how they're raised. I just want more of me out there in the world, living our best lives. Uh, and that to me sounds like cult behavior. Sounds like cult right. behavior. I imagine not all of his children are going to be about it. Um, I think some of them are going to feel, cause how can you possibly give your love and attention to this many children constantly spread out all over the place? It doesn't right. seem practical or logical uh it is a lot i i just oh nick uh, <laughs> i i really i want you to want better for your babies i think five in the past two years is enough like i hope you find the satisfaction that you're looking for um you know uh beyond the act of procreating there is the act of having to raise them and you got to do that for a bare minimum of 18 years. It just seems like a lot of work and a lot of money, uh, particularly as someone who does not want kids. Uh, my God, exhausting. <laughs> right. Specifically said, like, I'm done and has had four, five in the last two years. Is that Four right? different women. Imagine having to keep four different partners happy. Ugh. Yeah. It just There's why would you create of, this uh, much work for yourself? Yeah. It's got big, uh, big love vibes. Uh, I'm just saying like <laughs> you. you've made some interesting points about what is driving this. All right. And finally, uh, so I don't think we covered this last week. Maybe we did, but, uh, I just thought it was noteworthy, mm. you know, as all these, uh, you know, there's a, a <laughs> truck, uh, parade. I, I think, I don't think that's what they're calling it. Cause that's like not, uh, toxic masculine enough but a big truck parade (laughs) up in uh canada where they're uh lashing out at people asking them to wear masks or requiring them to get vaccinated so uh one of the people who went viral on the side of anti-vax was this ex-washington state trooper he retired rather than get vaccinated uh and in his final sign-off told the governor to kiss his ass and so he just died of COVID. Stories that begin like that where we're like, and we're hearing again from this person usually end either as them passing away from COVID or them starting a political career, like running oh, for God. state Senate. Unfortunately for him, he got the uh, the dead one. But yep. it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do these stories not make it through to the people who like shared this? Like, is there anybody... <laughs> Who's out there on Facebook doing the work of like being like, hey, you know that this guy just died of COVID, right? Like, but it seems their stance is let people die, right? It's right. always the response to like, well, yeah, people die, but we shouldn't have to give up what they imagine are civil liberties uh, in order to not 
die. It's a mm-hmm. confusing place to stand and just be like, I'm prepared to die to be outside without a mask, or I'm prepared to die to not take a vaccine that is 99.9% effective. I guess that's, I mean, we, Miles and I talked a little bit about as far as for like government officials who are very anti-vax, your demographic will die in larger numbers. It doesn't make sense to me. You need them to vote for you. Why right. are you comfortable with them dying in mass? I mean, when we, the hospital situation, despite the fact that we're not covering it the same way, hasn't changed that much. Like doctors are still exhausted and still working around the clock and there are still places where there aren't enough beds. Um, they just don't seem to care. They're just very prepared to die, which is an interesting space for us to stand because we, we, we can't help them like we can't force you to get vaccinated or we don't want to anyway and i just are we yeah. just waiting for people to die now that's so morbid i really hate yeah. standing in that space of just being like i guess we just gotta wait for folks to die that's awful. right and that's also like not how it works it's also just them catching it and spreading it is that just too? perpetuating it and uh leading to New types of COVID that, mm-hmm. you know, who knows when we catch one that's much, much worse than all the ones that came before. So, yeah, it's, it's very frustrating and, yeah, confusing place to be on both sides. I'm confused, yes. but yeah, so we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll probably talk more about the parade uh, at some point later on this week. <laughs> but a parade, Jack. <laughs> what, what are they calling it? Caravan? A convoy. Convoy. That's yo, but that like sounds too yeah that sounds too much too like well convoy sounds like uh they they want it to sound scary and like it's like part of a Mad Max universe sure yeah. sure it feels like a tan I'm gonna call it a tantrum I'm gonna call yeah, it yeah. tantrum of okay. trucks there we truck go tantrum. truck tantrum <laughs> truck tantrum <laughs> well Joel as always such a pleasure having you on the daily Same. zeitgeist where can people find you and follow you. Yeah, I'm Joel Monique. You guys can follow me all over the internet at Joel Monique. That's J-O-E-L-L-E-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. Yeah, yep. Go do it. That is going to do it for us on this Monday, January 31st. We are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Uh, wear a mask. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.